Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morrell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hey everybody, how are you and welcome to the show. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. Super excited to be with you all on this beautiful evening. Just beautiful evening. Oh, this beautiful evening. Where this evening, I really want to share with you about the goodness of who God is and encourage you to praise him anyway. Praise him. Praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. Back in the day, I can remember being in the church and folk would say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. I do. I thank him for saving me. But I'm also grateful and thankful that I have a relationship with him that I can praise him anyway. I can praise him anyway. Welcome to our callers who are on the line and those who are in the chat room. We appreciate you being with us on this evening, and please, by all means, if you got a praise, any kind of praise, if you can praise him anyway, I want you to hit one on your phone and come on into this call, and we're going to just share with the people tonight why they can praise him anyway. Teen reads, by him, therefore, Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, if you're like me or like anybody else, there are times that we felt burdened. Like we didn't feel like we had enough in us to give God praise. Sometimes we're feeling overwhelmed and underappreciated and like, God, where are you? As though God has gone somewhere. But he hasn't. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Continue to be. And he wants us to praise him. Praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. I found this reading and well, this picture, and I'm not certain who did it. Um, but it was 22 reasons to praise God. And it was centered around Psalm 145. 22 reasons. And so, of course, that piqued my interest. I was like, okay, let me see what one, Psalm 145 is saying to us and how it is empowering us to praise him Anyway, so let's go there. If you have your Bible with you, your device with you, go with me to the Word, to Psalm 145, 
and let's take a look at what it's talking about. Psalm 145, and I am reading from the King James Version. First one says, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. I will extol thee, my God. Oh, my God? What are you saying? My God? My, my God. That means he's personal. He's personal. He is your God. And he's saying because he is your God and you're declaring that you will bless his name forever and ever, he says, praise me. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Forever and ever. And ever and ever. And ever and ever. I will praise He's sovereign. That's the reason why we can praise him anyway. He's a sovereign God. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. (laughs) His greatness is unsearchable. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does this mean? His greatness is ever-present. It's not like you have to look for it. It's just there. Why? Because he's there. He's there with us. In the midst of whatever we're going through, he's there. Great is the Lord. And greatly, there's so much going on in this world right now. I've seen more obituaries than I'd like to see. (laughs) In this last week, I have gotten more phone calls than I would like to receive regarding people who are ill, um, hospitalized, being put on ventilators, being put in ICU and CCU. And I'm hearing the hearts of these people crying out, God, where are you? God, what are you doing? Feeling overwhelmed. And it's like life has been sucked out of them. But God is saying, still praise me anyway, because I'm still God. I'm still God. I haven't changed. Verse 4 of Psalm 145 says, one generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. God is here now. He'll be here tomorrow. He'll be here generations to come. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. Do you recall testimonies from loved ones that were here before you? Stories that they shared about the goodness of who God is and how God made a way? Are you sharing with children or grandchildren, nieces, nephews, cousins, or the like, about the goodness of God when God stepped in, when your back was against the wall, when God stepped in, where you didn't think that you could make a way, God did it. (laughs) And today he wants you to praise him anyway. Diagnosis after diagnosis after diagnosis. 
I keep hearing diagnosis after diagnosis after diagnosis. People are feeling strained. It's almost as if they're losing hope, that they're not trusting God. They're not believing his word. But the word of God lets us know regarding our healing that by his stripes we were healed. We were healed. We can hold on to that. We can praise him anyway. We can give him the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. We can praise him any, anyway. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. Has God done anything wondrous for you today, this past week, this past year? Can you just testify and think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done? Because if you have the ability to hear my voice right now, if you have the activities of your limbs, if you have a roof over your head, clothes on your back, food on your table, can you give him a praise anyway? I know that times are are challenging for many people, but God is still God, and he wants you to praise him anyway. Ah, again, I'm grateful to the callers who are on the line on this evening. Please, 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 ma'am, sir. Press one. Come on the line. Testify to his goodness. Let other people know that despite what may be going on in their lives, that you can praise him anyway. That you can praise him anyway. And then shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. I will declare that greatness. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to declare his greatness because he's good. Doesn't matter what man says. I'm going to take God at his word because he's a good God and he's worthy to be praised. They shall abundantly utter the memory of that great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger, and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of the king, dumb and talk their power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, And the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall. And raiseth up all those that be bowed down. Come on, somebody right there. You can't praise it. The Lord upholdeth all that fall. And raiseth up all those that be bowed down. You feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders and you don't know how you're going to make it. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up all 
those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfieth the desire of every living thing. Verse 17 says, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. (laughs) I'm telling you, to know that God is good, that he is constant in his compassion towards me, that he is slow to anger. You know, when we deal with man, if we say something wrong or do something wrong, they're quick to jump on us. But God says, I'm slow to anger. I'm not going to get mad. I'm merciful. I'm powerful. I'm here to help you. I'm here to provide for you. I'm going to be generous, and I'm near you. I'm listening to you. I really want to bring justice to your life. I want to help you. When you get in those places where you feel like you're being criticized or persecuted or any of those things, I need you to know that I'm God and I'm still right there. But right now, while you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed where you don't know which, when you don't understand or feel like you know which way to turn, I want you to just go ahead and give me a sacrifice of praise with your lips. I want you to go ahead and praise me anyway. Praise me anyway. It might not look like it's going to work out. Praise me anyway. It might. It might look like things aren't coming together. Praise him anyway. It looks like they're not going to pull through. Praise him anyway. Because somebody today is heartbroken because a loved one has transitioned. Praise him anyway. For the word of God lets us know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Praise him anyway because he's good he's a good God Ah, he's a good good father he loves us he's promised to always be right there with us the word says that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning Praise him anyway, because he's a faithful God. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for joining. Praise the Lord. There's no way you could talk about praise, and I just I had to come in. Um, you know, I'm thinking about when you're saying praise him anyhow, in the midst of the situation, in the midst of what we're going through, to praise the Lord. I think about Paul and Silas. When they were in the dungeon and they were in an awful situation, and, and you would have no way of, of thinking that he, they could get out. They were in shackles. 
hand and feet. And they no were in the innermost part of the dungeon. And all the, what did they do? They didn't allow the situation mm-hmm. that they were in to dictate what they were going to do. They began to pray and sing Praise. praises unto the Lord. Yes. And this was at yes. midnight. And they yes. prayed. And, and so in their praising, their deliverance came. So oftentimes the deliverance will be in our praise. It may not yeah. even be delivered from that thing, but there is a peace that comes with that praising God. So um, I just wanted to share that tonight, that praise him anyhow. Like praise you say, just anyhow. praise him anyhow, because he's worthy but, of that praise. If he never he did is. another thing for us. If he never does another thing. If he never does like another thing. He's, He's still worthy of that praise. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, you, praise and you think about uh, the, the, the three Hebrew boys about to be put in a fiery furnace seven times hotter than it normally would be. But what mm, did they do? Mm, mm, mm. They wouldn't bow down. They said, we know our God is able. And so that could be a part of our praise. God, I know you're able, and I'm blessing your name, Lord God. You know, and so when we start doing that, it takes our mind off of the situation, and that deliverance will come in the midst of that situation. Won't it? Oh, my God. Won't it? It will. Won't it? It will. It has. It, it has. And it will continue. And that's why it's important, listeners, that you have to keep your mind stayed on Jesus. Oh yeah. That you have to you have to keep your mind stayed on him. You can't get to the place where you start looking at situations and looking at, you know, worry about how you feel and and being driven by your emotions because often those things will come just as a distraction to get your mind off of the great things that God is doing. The things that will get you, the things that will fuel you to pursue according to God's plan. Sometimes we just got to shut ourselves off, and that's why, mm. Lord, I thank you. That when you say sometimes some things only come through prayer and fasting, sometimes it requires that we just go to our place and we just get quiet before the Lord and we just turn our place down, we turn everything down, we deny the flesh and really begin to, to focus on hearing what it is that God has to say. And mm. every time a situation arises, we already have the answer. But God is saying, if you will praise me anyhow, I will allow you to hear what you need to hear. If you will praise me anyhow, I will allow you to see what you need to see. If you will praise me anyhow. Mm-hmm. Come away I with me, deliver. he said. Yeah, come away, come away with me. Mm. Oh, come away. Come away. You know, you, you said sometimes we just need to go off. And one of my friends said we just need to go in the other room. And we're not talking my about God. a physical other room. We're talking no, about the other room no. that's within us. We need to go to that place. Every temple, if we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, every temple has an altar. So we need to go into the altar within us and get before the Lord and get that answer. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Because he, he's ready. Uh, that answer, you, that 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 right there is powerful. That answer, because <clears throat> often we look for a answer, but we don't look for that answer. Oh. <laughs> huh? 
Uh-huh. We look for a answer because often we will try to influence what happens. We think we're waiting on God, we're trusting God, but we want to impose our own, our own, our own thoughts and our own desires to make it match what we want. So we are waiting for a, an answer. And if it sounds anything remotely close to what it is we desire, we think that's it. But God, you said it, the answer, that answer, that answer that comes from God, because you praised him, because you gave him the sacrifice of praise with your lips, continually giving him thanks for who he is in your life. And then he says, I'll give you that answer you need. Amen. And, and you know, you said the fruit you. of our lips, oh the sacrifice yes. of our lips. That means you got to say something. You know, a you lot of times what we need comes when we speak it. When we yes. say it, we put it in, we put it out there. You know, somebody say, well, I'm just going to put it out there. You got to say something. So the fruit of our lips, meaning it is demonstrative. We got to faith. Yes. Our faith is in action. Praise is faith yes. in action. Yes. Yes, yes, it is. And then sometimes, oh, I, this just came to me, and let me help somebody. Someone will say, I want you to pray, but it's an unspoken request. <laughs> that it ain't a request if it's unspoken. That it's not a request. If you can't speak it, it's not a request. It's still a That's thought. Right. And you know, so um, um, Apostle, <laughs> I'm thinking about King Jehoshaphat. You know, we 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 want to praise God after we get the answer. But we mm. need to praise God before we get the before. answer. Because yeah. if you think about King Jehoshaphat and the armies were coming against him and and he got a word from the Lord and God said send your praisers out before the army. Before the army. Before the army goes, you put your praisers, you put your 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 minstrels and your music and your singers you put them first. You send them out. You prepare the way. You make that way through your praise, through your worship. He said, send them before them. And that doesn't even make sense, does it? But the praise come before the deliverance. I just Pastor think. Linda Brown, I, that right there, that right there is, is something that I believe that ministry leaders need to be taught. Because when you talk about the importance of praise and worship and you have specific people on a praise team or a worship team or in your um, arts and entertainment ministry in your, in your church, uh-huh. if, if the praise is to go before the deliverance, you can't just have somebody on your praise team because they got a voice. No, you can't. You can't. You, you, can't, you can't just have somebody on your praise team. Because they play an instrument. Right. The praise sets the tone for the deliverance to manifest. It helps to set the tone. And so even in this case where um, they told King Jehoshaphat, send the praisers first. Why? Because the praisers penetrated an atmosphere. They set right. chains in motion. They started movement so that when the word came behind it, when the rest of the action came behind it, it was easier to break it down. And so sometimes when you got folk that's pumping circumstance up there trying to do something with no anointing, with no life, that's uh-huh. I'm just put uh-huh. a pin right there. Uh-huh. When uh-huh. you praise him, it needs to come from a pure place. It does. With my heart, I will praise you. 
With my whole heart. My whole heart. Worship in yeah. spirit and in truth. He doesn't. Mm. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He wants us to praise him in house. Mm-hmm. Because of who mm-hmm. he is every day to us. He wants us to praise him anyhow. To know See, no, that see praise and worship is a lifestyle, Apostle. It is. It, it, it's it is. a lifestyle. You know, it if is. somebody does something um, as a lifestyle, they usually do it pretty well. If this is usually. something you do all the time. See, yes. praise is going to praise them not just on Sunday, not just at rehearsal, yes. but they're going to praise yes. them every day. It becomes a lifestyle. Yes. Prayer yes. warriors they're don't light. just pray when somebody yes. asks them. They're they prayer warriors. They're Always watchmen. They're they're they're, they're doing that. They're going to get up and they're going to pray because that's who they are. Yeah, yeah. I just I just yeah. say an apostle, and and, and <laughs> so when we're going to set the atmosphere, see, I Woo! see praise and worship. If you think about praise and worship, they are creating an atmosphere. Well, yeah. they create an atmosphere by offering up worship to to an audience of one. Yeah. So when the presence of the Lord comes in. The demonic forces got to get back, right? Yes, I mean, when Jesus yes, came yes. into Capernaum and that demonic, um, that, that demonic, that demoniac came running, and and it wasn't him, but it was the demon. Say, oh, you come to torment mm-hmm. us before time. So when Christ mm-hmm. shows up, oh, the demons got to go. And so true. if you're creating a, a atmosphere of worship, and God said in Psalm 22 that He inhabits the praises, the praises of, people, of people, that means He comes and sits in the midst of our praise. And when He's yeah. there, then the demonic forces have got to go. They cannot stay, which create an atmosphere for the glory of God and the power of God to be present. And that's where the deliverance, that's where healing, that's where all these things take place. Oh, my God. It said when the praises go up, they said that the blessings come down. But when the praises go up, the glory of God come down. That's what the words say. When the praises, yeah. when Solomon set the um, musicians and the singers and start praising that the room became filled with cloud of glory. And Thank the glory Lord. came. Oh, my God. And in that glory, in that power, in that presence of God, he comes to transform us. Oh, my God, if we could just get a hold of it. He comes to transform us, to make us look like him. So the praise yes. is not for him as much as it is for us. Yes. <sighs> okay. I just said I yeah. was going to. Oh, my God. <laughs> praise him anyhow. Praise him anyhow. Praise him anyhow. That's what he wants you to know. On this day, listeners, praise him anyhow. It it might it might be uncomfortable where you are right now. You might be feeling overwhelmed. You might be heartbroken. You you might be grieving. You know you might be one of those concerned about losing benefits or losing a home or losing. I don't know. Maybe you face some trauma. I don't know. 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 But God does. But God knows. He God knows. knows. He knows. And Psalm he 139 says say he knows. He knows. 
Yeah, and he cares. He does. He knows and he cares. He cares yeah. about everything that pertains to us. Everything. Oh, well, I'm not going to worry God about that. Worry him about it. Bring yeah. it before him. Ah. Oh. Because he cares. Because he cares. He cares. He cares. Yes, he does. Yes, he does, Apostle. He cares. Thank you for he allowing cares. me to share, Apostle. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Listeners, that's the word today. Praise him anyhow. Praise because him he cares. anyhow. He cares. He cares. And he wants to see you through. But he's saying today, trust him. Trust him. Take him at his word and praise him anyhow. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.